1: Hello, hello. Welcome to Brook Talks America, where we discuss politics and culture from an unapologetically conservative perspective always no rhinos no mushy middle of the rotors here i am your host brooke says conservative patriot proud deplorable and columnist which you can see on my website brooktalksamerica.com i'm here with my co-host colonel jim Warshook, who's the former deputy director for intelligence at u.s central command he served on the white house national security council and is currently the hillsborough county florida gop chairman he also has our articles on my site brooktalksamerica.com and also on americaoutloud.com. So from hot topics to history, you can be sure if it's happening in in America, I will be talking about it. Uh, you can listen to archived podcasts of this show on my website and also I'm on Captain's America Third Watch every Tuesday morning at 5.30 a.m. Colonel Jim is also on every Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. both on this station Salem Media Group on AM 860 The Answer and we are having the Truckers Thank the Truckers Rally next Saturday August 29th at 10 a.m. at Flying J in Sefner. and I'll be putting uh, updates on my Facebook please go there and sign up and get your friends to go with you uh, our truckers really deserve our love and appreciation they have saved the country for sure. So let's get to the jelly people. We are joined today by Cliff Gephardt, who is the creator of that massive Trump boat parade held here last weekend in Clearwater. Nice shining a light on the Tampa Bay area ahead of the election, of course, uh, in support of President Trump. They were going for the Guinness Book of World Records for Trump boat parades. We're going to talk with him and see whether uh, where the numbers stand at this point. I'm sure they blew him away. Uh, he's also the co-owner, along with John. Tatum of the coffee shop in Clearwater called in Largo I'm sorry called conservative grounds which as the the website says was created to be an alternative to the liberal typical liberal American coffee establishments as many American businesses are turning away from conservative values conservative grounds is embracing them we support law enforcement the military MAGA hats the Second Amendment pro-life God and the traditional way of life I love that tradi- that fearless support of conservatism. Uh, in addition to that, though, the shop also has an exact replica of the Oval Office, life-size cutouts of President Trump and our beautiful First Lady Melania, as they are huge, you know, with a Y. Trump supporters and uh, sells a ton of tr- uh, Trump merch. So, with that, I want to welcome to the clip to the show, Cliff. Thanks for coming on.
2: Hey, Thank you for having me, Brooke. I appreciate you having me on and talking about like, the boat parade and some other things.
1: Absolutely. So how did, you, uh, how did you come to do not just, you know, how did you decide to do the boat parade, but also to go and certify it with the Guinness Book of World Records? What made you think about that?
2: Well, John and I participated in a, in a boat parade about three months prior. And it was a pretty big boat parade, three, four, 500 boats. It's kind of hard to tell how many boats you're always right. in the parade. And John said, we should try and break the world record. And I'm like, well, that sounds like a great idea. And we just started, you know, we we picked a date on the calendar and joined up with some other folks that were going to have a boat parade at the same time. And instead of having competing boat parades, which is what happened on the day John and I were in one, oh, we yeah. thought, well, let's let's join together and you know, see if we can break the world record. We spent eight hundred bucks, filled out our application for Guinness, and and by far more than the record breaking amount of people required showed up.
1: Well, excellent. Has it been actually certified yet by then?
2: No it hasn't. That won't that won't be for us some time. It's probably gonna take us, the organizing committee, probably about three weeks to compile uh-huh. all the data, the, the registrant log to compile video. To show the things that we have for the best of our ability to to show that we did break the world record. And then we're going to submit that all that evidence to Guinness, and it could take them up to four months to um, certify the record. So it's going to be a while. Trump will be our in his second term most likely before this thing gets certified.
1: Yes, well, it's a very Trumpian thing that you did there, so I love it. And you know, um, I wish I, I really wanted to go. I saw a lot of the videos, and they were really amazing. But I did see that uh, Don Jr. among you know among the gazillions of people that retweeted it. Don Jr. did, and that. Um, um, President Trump made a made a video thanking you guys, and then I guess thanking in general, but particularly yours. Have you guys been in in direct contact with President Trump or any of the campaign?
2: Uh, we had, we were in, in communication with his campaign. Um, there was some people that helped us from that, and that's how we got Cam Bondi to be the surrogate to join us in our parade. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, they, they they were aware of it, and. Um, you know, the real thanks goes out to the committee that helped me. A lot of people think it was me, but it was really a committee of myself, Maggie, Don, Chris, Mark, and Steve, who and my partner, John, who really did the heavy lifting. And, you know, we we were about 95% done before the president's campaign reached out to us. So, you know, and I want to thank all the people that you know, registered, that bought a t shirt, that did all those things, you know? So, yeah, I um, know. So yeah. it,
1: it's very good to, it's always good to give the crew the credit when they're doing the work and everything like that. So, that's very good. I'm glad they're getting the mention. Um, and how does it feel to you to know that you're making the liberals so incredibly crazy on this issue? Because you know they were going crazy about it. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know what? I have thick skin and, and I really don't care what the liberals and the left people think, And I even did a video recently where it said, hey, I understand if you don't want to wear a MAGA hat because the left is so violent and crazy. And I and I said in the video, I'm like, look, I'll wear the MAGA hat. I'll do the dirty work. You just pull the lever in November and we'll all be OK. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, you know, it's really it's really unbelievable that we we're in a situation now where people actually have to feel You know, people on the left have fought for things like women's rights, gay rights, and they expect them to have full, you know, to be safe and everything like that. And now we're in a situation where someone like Nick Sandman has sued for, you know, half a billion dollars already for getting basically almost beat up for wearing the MAGA hat, and general people around the country can't feel safe wearing a, a hat. How crazy is that, you know? Yeah.
2: It it, it it really is nuts. It it's really really crazy, um, you know. But and, and you know you see people get drinks thrown in their face. You see people you know getting their hats taken off their head. You know it's just it's really crazy. And you never see any of this violence by the right to never. the left. You know it's, it's always the left. You know. But I mean, I get it. But I'm six two. I weigh two hundred pounds. And I and I practice the Second Amendment daily. So I understand why people are a little bit fearful of of actually, you know. Get involved and in, in putting themselves out there. We sell tons of bumper stickers, yard signs, hats, and people every day will say, "Man, I really wish I could put a yard sign out there, but I'm a little nervous. I, you know, I'm afraid that I'm going to get my house is going to get vandalized. I'm afraid if I put this bumper sticker on my car, my car is going to get keyed." I probably hear that sentiment ten to fifteen times a week, and yeah. it's crazy that we can't support our president, or else we're going to be violently attacked and our property is going to be destroyed here in America. It's just nuts.
1: No, and they don't even have any, they don't have any shame about age or anything. I don't, you probably have seen the video recently of that poor seven-year-old boy who had his MAGA hat taken away, but it's a kid. And then they beat up old people too. Women, they threw eggs in that girl's face during Chicago in 2016. I mean, they have, you would never ever, this would be. 24-7 24-7 news, if any of this happened to anybody on the left, and yet this is okay for people on the right. They celebrate it.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's really crazy. I have a gentleman that comes in my coffee shop often, and he's blind, and wow. he's made this statement to me. He's like, you know, I would wear a MAGA hat, but I'm afraid I'd be hit in the face and I couldn't see it. And, I, and you know, you just hear stories like that, and it's like, man, I, I didn't even think about that, you know, aspect of things. Yeah. You know, it's really sad the world we live in. Even my wife's like, "Why do you got to do that?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm just supporting my president for God's sake." Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wearing a hat that says, you know, something really offensive. I'm just supporting my president.
1: Yeah. And, well, nobody, nobody tried to, uh, you know, hurt hurt Obama supporters. But it's interesting because I saw from your website that you grew up in a Democrat household. <laughs> so what changed to make you a conservative?
2: Um. Well, a lot of things did, and and in full disclosure, I'm going to tell you, and and this might ruin my business. I voted for Obama the first time.
1: That's okay. A lot of people uh, did.
2: I mean, I I, I I was a Republican when I voted for him. I just couldn't I couldn't get behind McCain. I just thought he was, I don't know. I just felt like he wouldn't be the right person for our country. Yeah. But I did vote for, you know, the Bushes, and you know, but I just didn't feel like McCain would be the right person. But I, you know, I grew up in a in a household where my mom used to say that. You know, the Democrats were for the little guy. I grew up extremely poor and it's just kind of the, the environment I grew up in. And then when I when I got out of college and I I um, I started, you know, making money and realized, you know, where my money was going and who was doing what with my money. And who was the shepherd of my money, I, I started becoming more and more of a Republican, you know, after I graduated from college.
1: Yeah, it's funny how that happens when you see there's a video out there of this kid and he gets his first check. And when he sees, it's only like 20 or $30 taken out, but he, he starts crying because he realized he's so upset about why they've taken the money out. And, you know, that's, that's a good sign. It, so many people say that when they get their paycheck and they realize how much money is taken out. We are yeah. coming on a break. So hold on. Until after the break, we'll come back and get into more with the Cliff with the Trump boat guy. You're listening to Brook Talks America. This is Brook Says. We'll be right back.
0: More Brook Talks America coming up. To Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Check out the blog at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brooke Says.
1: Hi, welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, and we are talking with Cliff Gephardt of Conservative Grounds in Largo. He's also the the, uh, world record holder, soon to be, of the Trump boat parade, the biggest one. Um, So have you always supported Trump for president?
2: You know, I did. And I was not one of the people that jumped off a different candidate as my candidate got weeded out during the primaries. I was at his first, I guess, campaign event that was held at Robarts Arena. Uh I went to that. I got him to sign a hundred dollar (laughs) bill and I was one of the first people in the building. And yes, I have been on the Trump train since the very beginning. I thought he was the right person for the job and yeah I I was there from the beginning
1: now so you mentioned candidates I actually I'm a super like an unequivocal conservative so for me it's conservative or bust it's not even Republican it's conservative so I was actually a Ted Cruz supporter at first
2: I was I was gonna say before you said I'm like let me guess
1: Ted Cruz yeah well and the thing is is that um so on paper he looked really good in hindsight he could have never ever withstood the withering attacks from the left and particularly the Clinton machine. So, you know, and I actually always had Trump as the number 2 for his immigration policy because I I like you, you know, I I campaigned for a uh, McCain. I didn't really like him and I I would have loved to have been able to vote for Obama for the idea of the Ameri- you know the United States having the first black half black president but he didn't have any you know goal of uniting the country along racial lines he, he specifically wanted to divide them so I'm very disappointed with his you know quote unquote legacy but so I did I was for Cruz and I was you know kind of I didn't really like how things went down but in hindsight I, I agree with you. I think Trump is actually the perfect person at the perfect time for for this time. And, you know, his business, uh, the way he thinks about things, the way he's – I hate political correctness. So for me, the fact that he would just drop it like that, I, I loved it. And now I am like a super crazy Trump supporter and very proud deplorable.
2: Yeah, I, I think most people are there. I think, you know, there was a little bit of leery – I guess people were a little leery in the beginning because he just didn't know. He didn't run through the gauntlet of congressional campaigns, mayoral campaigns, city council campaigns, you know, how the typical yeah. politician does as they yeah. come up through the ranks. You know, so it really wasn't vetted, I think, by the conservative, you know, base too much. It was just kind of oh, he's a he's a guy, he lives in New York, he's expressed some, some liberal viewpoint yes. you know, we think, you know, I think I think you know, to your you know, to your defense, you just didn't have enough information to really know.
1: Well yeah, and then I mean like I said, so so I I was kind of not not with it for a while and then when I when I really got on the Trump train, I realized that it's it's it was necessary the, the guys, You needed someone who was that strong and that fearless to go against the left. And as we see every day on the media, in academia, in Hollywood and everything, they are a machine that's very dangerous for the country. And you need someone who's fearless and strong like him. So for sure. So you have, so you have, uh, mentioned you have conservative grounds, which is a coffee shop and lager. And it's like what the, like the Starbucks alternative where you can actually go and wear your MAGA hat and, support the Second Amendment, and, and you support cops a lot. I, first of all, I love the fact that you call it the right coffee. That's very clever. How did, how did conservative yeah. grounds and the whole thing come about with the shop?
2: That's an easy one. Um, on July 4th of 2019, Starbucks employee in Tempe, Arizona asked two, uh, six police officers that they would either leave the shop or move, move out of the line of sight wow. of a patron who did not feel comfortable and safe with them being there. That was the moment where I saw that story. I reached out to John the next day and I said, you know, we don't even drink coffee, <laughs> but let's let's do something to, you know, to support police. Yeah. We keep the idea around for a few weeks. We went to um, got our corporate filings. A month later, we signed the lease and five and a half months later, we served our first cup of coffee. And there is never, ever been a first responder that's walked in there in uniform and had to pay for a coffee or a donut ever. And it's all because of our hero fund. We have a lot of patrons that support what we call our hero fund where they add a few dollars to their check. We put it in this big old brandy jar. Somebody walks in, we pull it out and be like, you know, Betty you bought your cup of coffee. We tear it up, we throw it in the trash and that's kind of how it works.
1: Yeah. That's so good. And and it's amazing how time has gone like warp speed because Between that time last year and now, we have seen the most incredibly disrespectful treatment of cops you know it started in new york with them throwing the milk and all of that stuff and now with the whole blm antifa by the way with the full support of the democrat party if you're out there and you're a democrat you support democrats you support this nonsense right so that hero Fund is really it's really good that you support law enforcement because we we're Heading into precarious times when we think that we can live, they want to send you know social workers out to handle someone who's high on drugs, who's two hundred and twenty oh, yeah. pounds, thirty pounds, you know, crazy beating his wife. Like, what's going to happen with that? They have no idea what they're talking about.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, um, yeah, it is. Mean, it's, it's, just, it's just truly, a, it's nuts. It's you know, I mean, it's it's, it's absolutely nuts. It's. You know, I mean, the I mean, world we're living in is—it's literally like flipped upside down. It's yeah. I mean, it's, it's so far out there; it's going to come back. I mean, it's it's so far out there. It's,
1: I do know, it's, believe it's that. A, I do believe happening. that. So, in the in the shop, you also have a military wall. So, what's that about?
2: Well, yeah, yeah. We well, we have a, we have a wall that we call. It started out as the Wall of Honor, but now so many people have signed it. The other side's being signed, but it's the Hall of Honor, and we allow all first responders, past and present military, to sign our wall. And just kind of, you know, put their names up there and, and kind of a way of us to honor them, all the people that have come into our shop and, you know, and and dedicated their lives to, and put their lives on the line for, you know, regular people. Yeah.
1: So, and yeah. when you decided to do the shop, you know, I've been there uh, several times and it's like the the Oval Office. How did you decide on that? And, and it, am I right in saying that it's an exact replica?
2: It's it's close. It's nine. I mean, too narrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we even painted the walls. It took three days to paint the walls to replicate the the wallpaper that's in the Oval Office. the The Resolute Desk is we believe an exact copy. Wow. We have pictures on the back credenza that are almost exactly like the ones Trump has on his credenza. They're they're very very close picture frames. Obviously, I couldn't get actual photos of his father and his mother that he would have on his desk, but we got ones that are close. We have the running statue that sits under the Andrew Jackson portrait. We have the bust of MLK. We have a challenge-going collection that Trump has in his. It's really, really close. I mean, it's it's as good as a movie set could be.
1: It is so great, too. And I bet—I mean, I know that you have a gazillion people taking pictures in there. That must be the delight of, like, of everybody. But I bet the little kids, they go up there and they, they put the— put their pictures with the cutouts with Trump and our beautiful first lady and everything. It's so fun to go there.
2: Yeah, I'm going to get your of in 30,000 pictures posted on social media for Wow. We open
1: wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, and now yeah. honestly with the boat parade, you're probably going to get 30,000 in, you know, half that time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. what are yeah, some the- of the what are some of the unique products that you have there? What's the so chic coffee about? Talk about stuff that's Chic coffee.
2: Well, Well, um, Starbucks actually owns the word frappuccino. Uh Nobody can sell a frappuccino at our Starbucks. So, we actually, when we were kind of going through the process, we came up with a thing called coffee, And we actually sell ice cream also, a a very high premium ice cream. So, what we came up with is instead of selling people just an iced coffee, we have ice cream that we have coffee ice cream that we then thin down with cold brewed coffee. And we add a splash of half and half. And we make it like a a coffee breakfast milkshake, something that you probably have never seen anywhere else. So we trademarked the words to coffee. It's a shake coffee. Mm. It's a shake. you shake. Know, we, we sell tons of them. If, you, if you're looking for something that's other than an iced coffee, it's going to get watered down in an hour, you know, if you don't drink it right away. In our iced coffee, we also use coffee ice cubes. So oh, very cool. Co- yeah, you can let our iced coffee sit on your desk for an hour. And it's not going to get watered down. It's actually going to be just as good as the first sip you took.
1: Wow you have to be the I, you have to be the only one doing that, and that's a brilliant idea to have the cof, the be coffee too because I can't stand that either. Is uh, having all that watery you know water in my drink. Is there anything else that's exclusive to conservative grounds as far as products?
2: Um, I don't know of anybody else that makes an apple fritter the size we do. Well, uh, and- our apple fritters about ten inches round. It's the size of a plate.
1: And those donuts! Oh my God, the bacon donuts are like as big as your head. They're so good, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. We we get them from a small bakery that does, You know, you know, they have a donut shop. But
1: we oh, really you make your fritters in donuts. house?
2: No, 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 no. We get all our stuff. Oh, okay. From um, from a from a local, um, bakery donut shop. We we're not a bakery business. We're not a coffee right. business. We're not a, you know. So what we did, is we sought out what we thought was the best that we could get. We would just still charge a reasonable price for. Right. And that's kind of what we did. We think our ice cream is the best you'll find around it. comes from Boynton Beach. Um, yeah. It's, so it's, so all, it's all supporting
1: it. local businesses, too, which is awesome.
2: It is. And, and every every um, pound of coffee we buy, we've done an arrangement with our coffee distributor that a dollar goes towards just support part of the military.
1: Wow. So
2: every pound of coffee. So, you know, it's like it's about $1. About twelve and a half percent of the coffee we we spend goes to support military.
1: Yeah, so you know this the, the the thing about this place is it's it's a place where you can get good coffee, you can get good snacks, and you can have, get some Trump merch. But it's really, it is the conservative alternative to Starbucks. You know, Starbucks started out as this place where liberals would go and hang out and everything like that, and that's really how you feel. You feel like you're home. You feel like you're with MAGA people. You can hang out, have some good you know, fun, take the pictures and everything. And it's really that kind of feeling, like it's the home for conservatives.
2: Yeah, we, we consider it not a coffee shop, but a camaraderie shop.
1: I love that.
2: And I, I think if people just come there and they want camaraderie of like-minded people, it's a place to come.
1: Very clever. So you are also working on franchising the business. Do you have any other locations yet? No, but we're looking
2: at a few in um, Texas. Um, There's a few other states that are inquiring. It's just a long process, and we've only been open a little over six months, so... You know, we've got to dot some eyes, across some t's, still to make that happen.
1: Sure. Well, you're still doing. You're still doing awesome. I I have a vision for a. You know, th- these are these are parts of it. Is for a massive conservative marketplace. So everything from like you can be the alternative to Starbucks. You know, everything from movies to entertainment to Facebook to Twitter to banks. We can we can force them to compete for our vote. And our money instead of the other way around, and all of the left being so big that they can squeeze us out. Where some bank says we don't like that you support the Second Amendment, we're not going to fund your your business for a gun supplier. I mean, this is craziness. What's happening, really?
2: Yeah, yeah. We actually, I'm working on a thing called Jacob Score. I know that's kind of an odd name, Jacob Score. Uh-huh. But we are actually creating an algorithm and a website that we can score businesses based on their conservative values.
1: Wow. So let us know when that's done and we'll we'll promote that for sure. Is there anything yeah, on the horizon? Oh okay. Well, that's fine. Is there anything else that's on the horizon that you want to uh, let our listeners know about? Like events that you do?
2: No, not not right now that are locked in. We've got a bunch of things that are kind of planned, but um I'll I'll definitely let you know and keep you abreast of what's going on. I would just say Go to our Facebook page, conservative, go to Facebook, backslash Conservative Grounds, and you'll see all of our events and our happenings and all the nonsense and the fun <laughs> stuff we do. And, you know, it's um, you know, it's the best place to get an idea of what we have going on.
1: All right, great. So, yeah, the website is conservativegrounds.com. Facebook is Conservative Grounds. Twitter is at the right coffee. And what's your Instagram handle?
2: I think it's conservative underscore grounds. I think that's what it is.
1: Okay. Well, you'll probably be able to find all that, whether it's on the Facebook or the website, and get in get in contact with them. Make sure you go over there and have some fun with Cliff and the and the gang. And, Cliff, thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate having you, and we look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you, Brooke. I look forward to seeing you in the shop. Sometime Absolutely. Too. God bless. Take care. And you are listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, and we will be right back. more
0: brook talks america coming up Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. Visit on Facebook. Search Brooke Talks. And now, your host, Brooke Says.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. So, did you all see the DNC? I have to say, I did not actually watch the entirety because sometimes I'm a glutton for punishment, but not that much punishment, I have to say. Uh, But this is hilarious. This is why I love... Trump. He's such a gangster. He sent out this audio right before Obama was going to speak.
2: Trump will not be present. Highly critical biased text messages between senior FBI officials Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. There
3: will be no question about the outcome of this election.
0: And she got ahead of herself. This utterly stunned this campaign. Uh, head home. You should get some sleep. We'll have more to say tomorrow. Our constitutional democracy
2: enshrines the peaceful transfer of power. The peaceful transition of power is one of the hallmarks of our democracy. We want to do everything we can to help you succeed, because if you succeed, then the country succeeds. These declassified documents that were just released. Uh, Officials in the Obama administration were asking for the identities to be unmasked of Americans.
1: Unmasking of aides and staffers of the incoming president. The basic charge political spying.
2: To disrupt the
0: peaceful transfer of power. Unmasking of American citizens uh, could be a real problem. Why is it that the unmasking of Flynn somehow ended up in the
3: pages of the Washington Post? I know nothing about those moves to investigate Michael Flynn. The vice
2: president said that yesterday. And then the last name on this list is Joe Biden.
0: The Obama administration was bitter. They wanted to do everything they could to undermine the incoming Trump administration. Really designed to sabotage and really upend the new administration. An outgoing president and a vice president and a Washington Post columnist and the FBI setting up an incoming administration. Wow, that's a real conspiracy and nobody wants to talk about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, can you imagine that? seriously but no first of all no other republican would have done something like that that's like i said that's why i love trump for him to do this right before obama was going to speak and he knows that they watch his twitter feed whole news cycles are based on single tweets of trump so everybody saw this and i i saw it and i thought what is the reason he's sending that out sending that out and i i'm always hoping of course you know we had that uh we're going to be talking about it later with Klein Smith. you know we had that uh that plea whether he was just tweaking him or whether he was throwing down the gauntlet and showing that we see what you've done, we know, we have the evidence, and we're coming for you. So here's what you're going to get right before you speak. I just love it. Anyways, um, here is another, you know, Bill Clinton, who is looking pretty rough these days, I have to say, he hasn't gotten as much Botox as uh, Whitmau has or the rest of the, or, Uh, Kamala with her new face so he's looking pretty rough but he actually was speaking at the DNC I don't know why they didn't scrub this guy I mean these are the people that claim they're for me too but on the exact same day this was hilarious on the exact same day that the picture came out of him getting a massage from one of Epstein's victims he goes on and he says this about Trump time like this the Oval Office should be a command center instead it's a storm center there's only chaos. Yeah. So I want to go a little bit, da- take a little ride down memory lane from the self, Mr. Self-Righteous on what he was doing while he was in the Oval Office. So let's listen to this, shall we?
0: I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Ms. Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie. Not a single time. Never. These allegations are false. And I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you.
1: So that was smug, self-righteous Bill Clinton. Here is the I'm busted, I have to suck up Bill Clinton.
0: Indeed, I did have a relationship (laughs) with Ms. Lewinsky that was not appropriate. In fact, it was wrong.
1: Yeah. So that's it's funny how time works like that, right? All of it is out on video, too, and he has the nerve to go. But here's the thing. So he's a joke, right? He was slammed on social media. The woke wokey woke crowd who loved him before and offered him favors as long as he would keep abortion have now turned on him. And the day after Joe Biden spoke, what was trending? Was it him? No. It was Rose McGowan for having slammed Kamala Harris. And today... Alyssa, what is trending is Alyssa Milano is a lie because of the whole Me Too thing. The Me Too is over. They are the biggest hypocrites of all. It's not even funny. They, had, they enabled and ignored the sex abusers in their own party. And Hillary was friends with Weinstein. So it's just a joke. But regarding Sleepy Joe, this is the tell for the unbelievably low expectations they had for him.
3: Yeah, that sound that you hear all across the country? Is the sound of Democrats exhaling. That's what that is. We, people would, would have accepted anything. We just wanted Joe to get out there. So, you know, sometimes when he gets out there, you're afraid he's going to make a mistake. He's going to have a gaffe. You, the the expectations are just so low. And we were prepared for it to be a terrible speech. As long as he didn't embarrass himself, we were going to come out here and praise it.
1: So this is the person that the Democrats have actually put up as their candidate. This is the guy who's supposed to be running the free world, and that's how they talk about him. That's not only cynical. It should really be offensive. It's offensive to me. I'm a conservative, of course. It should be offensive to Democrats. I really don't understand for the life of me how out of all the candidates they got that guy it was like 24 candidates and they end up with him. And again, you know, I'm not I wouldn't criticize him and go go in on him except for the fact that he he's not a good guy. Right. And he also lied that despicable lie, which I'm going to get into a second about Trump and Charlottesville. It's not actually true. But Van, you're not supposed to give away the basement. OK, basement, Joe. That's right. Basement Biden. Uh, So speaking of him, he hasn't done a real interview with any real journalist, but instead he decided to do one with Cardi B. This is great. So remember when uh, Obama did one with Glozella? Glo- Glozella, the girl with the true loops in the, in the tub. Yeah, this is real journalism for Democrats. So this is who Biden was with Cardi B, who is absolutely despicable. And you got to go watch. But I love the fact that truck Tucker went in on her and on him not talking with a real journalist and promoting Cardi B. For a new song by a singer called CARDI B, THE SONG IS CALLED W-A-P, WAP. WE CAN'T TELL YOU WHAT THAT STANDS FOR. WE
2: LITERALLY CAN'T TELL YOU WHAT THE NAME OF THE SONG IS, MUCH LESS IT'S LYRICS.
0: IT WAS RELEASED EARLIER THIS MONTH BY ATLANTIC RECORDS. THE CHAIRMAN OF THAT IS A MAN CALLED CRAIG
2: Coleman. AGAIN, WE'RE NOT BEING PRUDISH HERE. THIS IS NOT JAMES BROWN BEING SEXUALLY SUGGESTIVE ON STAGE. GO ONLINE RIGHT NOW AND LOOK UP THE LYRICS TO THIS SONG. AND THEN ASK YOURSELF, IF YOU WERE JOE BIDEN, Would you suck up to the person who sang it? And ask yourself above all, and ask it more than once, what is
1: this doing to our kids? The people pushing it clearly are trying to hurt your children. Why is nobody pushing back? The interesting thing about this is that this was not trending. When Tucker gets into spats with people, it trends very high, they want it to trend. This was not trending, and I find it very interesting because the purveyors of perversion obviously didn't want it to get out there they don't want parents to know what their kids are listening to that's the only thing i can think of because he was criticizing you know a woman of color in cardi b Right. So I thought I thought that was interesting. But Biden, you know, he repeated his despicable lie about Charlottesville. And I I just I mean, I've played that two times on the show already. It's all over Twitter. You can see Trump did not say that neo-Nazis were very fine people. It's disgusting. But Democrats, as always, they need to race bait. They have to. And that's what they're doing. They're 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 really despicable because they're creating a very dangerous situation for the country as racially divided as it is. No thanks to them or actually thanks to them. Yeah. So, but they have no idea what what's coming to them. If you've seen that video with uh, Kimberly Klasick, she's a house candidate for Cummings old seat. Beautiful girl. Very, very well directed video. She's walking through Baltimore, right? The RNC is going to have her and other very, uh, Influential black conservatives, I I bet Maga Hulk's going to be there. I bet Bryce and Gray with the Maga Hat Challenge is going to be there, and they have no idea what's coming at them. The black sit and the walkaway is huge, is bigger than they have that they than they know. And here's a young man in Delaware who talks about Biden.
3: Nothing here. I'm from. I live on East 28th Street, right across the street from the projects. I have never seen Joe Biden a day in my life. Never. They come to Delaware and do anything. It's lies. It's all lies.
2: What is he going to Four years. Donald Trump's been in office for four years, cleaning up their mess for
3: over a hundred hundreds of years. It's so, not his fault. This right. is their politicians. This is the change. Donald Trump is the change for That's us. That's right. For the yeah. And what they need to know. The right. lies are done. We love it, man.
1: This is the deal MAGA is for all patriots. I don't care who you are. If you're about MAGA, you're in. So it's, it's everybody. And people are not going to give away America without a fight. So you can believe that. But of course, you had the usual race baiting and class warfare by Michelle and Barack Hussein. Oh, and talking about redistributing the wealth, which there are no public housing units on their island in Marsa's Vineyard, is there? No, they're total hypocrites. But it's very interesting. Michelle Obama did not re... She She recorded her speech. She did not re-record it after Kamala was selected it might be because uh obama called her the best-looking attorney general in america that's debatable whatever but it's probably not something the wifey wants to hear but they didn't mention anything about their brown shirt stormtroopers rioting looting beating and in some cases murdering people across america he actually said this about these thugs who are now harassing people in their neighborhoods and saying cops should be burned alive and hung high
2: to the young people who led us this summer telling us we need to be better? In so many ways, you are this country's dreams fulfilled.
1: Yeah, no, that's a nightmare, okay? That's the nightmare fulfilled. These are the people that Democrats support, by the way. And, you know, if BLM and Antifa sav- savagery is not just relegated to humans or property, a man's dog was shot and killed in Milwaukee, a puppy was stolen and abused by rioters in Memphis was found dead, and a raccoon was run over and beaten by a mob of rioters in New York City. So if you support BLM and Antifa, you support this. This is the empathy that Joe Biden was talking about. I don't think so. But the great news is that Trump gets it and is not afraid to say it. Here is Trump in Pennsylvania uh, talking about how they want to cancel you. At
0: your expense. Now, these same liberal hypocrites want to open up borders and let violent mobs rule the streets while they live in Waldorf compounds and communities. They want to defund police while hiring private security. They want to let rioters burn churches while jailing you for praying in your church. They want to abolish school choice while sending their children to the best private schools in the land. They want to cancel you, totally cancel you, Take your job, turn your family against you for speaking your mind while they indoctrinate your children with twisted, twisted worldviews that nobody ever thought possible.
1: You know, it's very important. Trump gets it, and, and he, it's important that he uses words like that. Far left, liberal hypocrites to expose these people. So while Sleepy Joe eats tapioca in the basement, Trump is out there all day, every day, working like a warrior in the hot sun, hours at a time. Crazy. So this, he did that in, in Biden's backyard, which I thought was delicious. You are listening to Brooke Talks America. I am your host, Brooke Says, on AM 860, The Answer, Salem Media. We will be right back to talk with Colonel Jim.
0: More Brooke Talks America, coming up.
2: Right.
3: Hello, my fellow Americans. Has the United States become a socialist state in the image of Saul Alinsky? On today's page from the Edwards Notebook. There are eight levels of control that must be obtained before you are able to create a socialist state. Beginning with the most important, number one, gain full control of the people by controlling health and medical care. Two, increase the poverty level while pretending to fight against poverty. Poor people are easier to control and will not bite the government hand that feeds them. Three, increase taxes and spending to create unsustainable debt levels and thus increase more poverty. 4. Convince people to abandon the Second Amendment and give up their guns. That way, you can create a dictatorship. 5. Welfare handouts. Take control of every aspect of their lives, food, housing, and income. 6. Education or indoctrination. Take control of what people read and listen to. Take control of what children learn in school. Common Core, anyone? Seven, remove the belief of the Christian God from the government schools. Removing Christian Judeo principles accelerates the collapse of American greatness. Eight, class envy. Warfare divide the people into wealthy and poor while eliminating the middle class. And that's just for starters. Wake up, America. I'm Ron Edwards.
0: Welcome back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect by Twitter at Talks America. Here's Brooke Says.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. And Ron Edwards had it excellent where he said in his Edwards notebook that you just heard, that is totally true. Now, we are here with Jim, Colonel Jim, who is a huge Trump supporter and the and who RPOF Chairman Joe Gruders called Florida's Superstar County Chairman, which is absolutely true. Jim, did you torture yourself by watching the DNC? <laughs> I
4: don't know if that's a joke or the DNC was The whole a thing is we a joke. We know the whole it's thing is a joke. It's a bad it's joke. It's a bad joke. Yeah. No, I didn't watch it, and obviously you know why I torture myself, as you <laughs> said. It was bad enough to watch the outtakes on various um That's actually
1: entertaining, and
4: that is entertaining. You know, when you sit there and listen to Tucker and Hannity and Laura and the rest who talk about it, as well as Rush Limbaugh and Beck and you, yeah, the 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 top of the top here. Um, (laughs) No, it was it was it was very dry. It was very um, you know just planned and laid out. There was nothing there. I mean, you could almost listen to Joe Biden. You know, whoever wrote his speech for him, they basically, might, I started thinking, how much of this out of the Republican Party platform that they take? Because right? every single thing he said, I said, Democrats don't do this. The left will, the, you know, what are what are they thinking? The only thing I, I can think of, they are so scared because they know what Trump has been doing, that they're grasping for straws and saying to themselves, we've got to reconnect with the rest of America that we've alienated. And they've certainly alienated A large portion of the country so that's my take on it
1: no and the thing is is that it's you know i I did see one snippet of biden's speech and i thought he was very pro-america and i thought you're in the wrong party if you if you're pro-america because you got to watch what the rest of your party is saying they hate america and they're not shy about it we are irredeemable and it was all you know rush called it gloom and doom and that's exactly what it was Yeah,
4: and i sitting there listening to either you're not getting the message from from you know de Blasio and Cuomo and, and the other Democratic... Cortez. Cortez, because they must be just screaming at the top of their lungs listening to you say the things that they're totally against.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Trump has pledged to send law enforcement to protect polling places, and I think it's so good. I, I That actually concerns me, because they're probably going to do a, uh, an end run about that. What do you think?
4: Donald Trump is host. So smart, and we talk about that all the time. That he would even think about, we've got to do this. So obviously, he has good intelligence on what the Democrats are up to, and has pretty much, you know, fired a shot across the bow, saying, "Oh, by the way, and we're going to do this." You know, it's bad enough he has them all up in arms about mail-in ballots. He has them up in arms about the post office, and now he says we're going to make sure that we have the right people there to monitor. Uh, the polling places. So he's basically, this is a chess game for him, and he's basically checkmating them along the way on where and what they can do. And there's a lot of other things that are going on behind the scenes with regard to how the Democrats are playing the elections and what they're going to do and what what Trump is going to do.
1: Well, he also tweeted out, if you can protest in person, you can vote in person. And even little Fausto said that.
4: Yeah, Yeah. you know, that's exactly right. You know, if you can go stand in line and walmart or home depot or whatever favorite store you have to go then you can go stand in line to vote
1: it's insane so uh, what is this about democrats strategizing on how to repeal the 22nd to give obama a third term people have been talking about that for a long time but is there any legitimacy to that that's crazy you know
4: this is one of the things that they think about every four years and we heard (laughs) about it in 2016 when when Trump was running for the 25th for the 25th. Yeah. So now they're, they're so looking crazy. at now they're looking at the 22nd amendment where, um, you know, they want to repeal that so that Barack Obama could get a third term. Uh, and I think what they're really gaming it for, they'd have to have the votes in the House and the Senate. And if they could get the votes in the House and the Senate, then they can impeach Trump and actually move remove him the senate could remove him if there's an impeachment um and then if they could get the house and senate to repeal the 22nd there's a possibility you know looking at 2022 2024 where obama could run again
1: yeah they're setting up some civil war is what they're doing so i want to get into this we have about two minutes left you uh with, what is about what happened with the uh, indictment of Kevin Kleinsmith? Why did he plead guilty? and also nobody is talking about this is John Brennan had an interview w- uh, with John Durham team yesterday.
4: Okay, real quick. yeah. Klein Smith he he did a bad thing. He, he this is is so horrible where he actually changed a CIA message that said, yes, um, our guy works for the, the the government he's working for the CIA and that that was changed that's that was deliberate that was planned somebody put it, put him up to it and he did it he knows he's guilty he pleaded guilty in exchange for you know a lighter sentence because this this what he did was uh, you know that could be ten years in prison uh, and a hundred thousand dollar fine I think that's what it is with regard to Brennan here's the thing and this is key people are saying well he was interviewed as a witness not as a target However, there are a lot of there's a lot of information out there on him that hasn't come forward yet. And he may indict himself by what he talked about and being and, and being um, uh, interviewed as a witness. Something's going to come forward, I guarantee. And they're going to have to use that to indict him. So they didn't they, they told him you're not a target. We're not letting you off the hook. Something's up with the way that was done. I thought that was very smart the way Durham and Barr set that up.
1: Oh my gosh, God willing. And we will be talking about this, as I always say, we need two more hours, three more hours. Thank you so much, Jim, for joining us. You are listening to Brook Talks America. I am your host, Brooke Says. Be sure to check out the website, brooktalksamerica.com. You go to the Facebook, sign up for the Truckers Rally, go to Twitter, email me if you'd like to sponsor the show, help us get this conservative message out there, get in contact, and we will see you next week on Brook Talks America.
0: You've been listening to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot, Brooke Says. Connect by email, info at brooketalksamerica.com, by Twitter, at TalksAmerica, and listen next Saturday night for more Brooke Talks America on AM 860. The Answer.